0: hello and welcome to too fast too forever there's all kinds of family we chose this one this is either number 262 or 263 christine from 1983 i'm joey lewandowski
1: i'm joe Two, and this episode is brought to you by kill devil diesel speed and machine your one-stop shop for all your diesel needs check out kill devil diesel
0: well shout out to kill devil diesel and welcome to a bonus episode of too fast too forever instead of me giving us more work to do joe this was your this was your baby this was your idea you're like we should do christine i'm like all right let's do it so here we are
1: yes i'm very excited and um i hate to admit this but i had never seen this movie before
0: i had never seen it either
1: okay so we're both coming in fresh and i've it feels very appropriate. I mean, like, this is kind of one of those, like, uh, you know, like, whenever we were talking about Caligula, where, like, everybody kind of knows what Caligula is, but, like, they hadn't seen it. I, mm-hmm. I feel like a mm-hmm. lot more people have seen Christine, but, like, I knew what Christine was I without seeing like it. I feel like my
0: idea of what Christine was was similar, but I, 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 a lot of this was different from what I was expecting, I think.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's that's absolutely fair. I can agree with that. But, like, I, you know, the general premise... It was, like, killer car type situation. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know and this like, was
0: a Stephen King thing, right?
1: Stephen King, John Carpenter, yes. So it should have been something that I, I should have seen a very, very long time ago. Um, I know that, like, my parents have talked about it. I think that maybe they just watched it when I was a kid, when I wasn't around type situation. Like, I was too young to be, sure. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like in the room while they're watching it type situation. But yeah, but it being Stephen King, whom I love, and it being John Carpenter, whom I love, like, I didn't, I don't know how I never got to this, but here we are.
0: I think with me having seen Christine and The Fog for the first time in the last two nights, yes. um, I, the- Did you watch the, the
1: Fog? Wait, by the way, did you watch The Fog knowing that you were watching this? Because thematically, it seems like it's right in line, no, and I was thinking I, I, about that. I should that. have, like,
0: I think at one point I realized it, but like, as we'll talk, okay, so this episode comes out on Halloween for everybody. It's going to hit the Patreon feed and the main feed at the same time. So the the patrons have okay. already heard Tomorrow's Life in the Fast Lane, but everybody else has not. So I talk about Hooptober on tomorrow's episode, and I'm basically just watching shorter to longer just so I can get through more. And The Fog was one of these shorter movies. And I'm like, oh, I could also – like I really like John Carpenter's movies. I've never seen this one. I've been meaning to. Let me get to this. And then I think at one point I was just like, oh, that and Christine are both. But it's also weird. And I don't know if this is accurate or not. I have no idea. I feel like I should know. Um, I don't think Christine really feels like a John Carpenter movie.
1: Uh, in what sense does it not feel like it?
0: I don't know. I think it's like brighter, maybe. I don't know. It feels like a lot of it is daytime. There's stuff at night. I, I don't know exactly how to describe why it does or doesn't. But I think now with between the two of those... Aside from the original Assault on Precinct Thirteen, I've seen like all of his big movies now. Um, okay. He's only got like maybe twelve or thirteen. Maybe if you count Star, I haven't seen Starman either. Um, so mo- I've seen most of them, if not all of them, other than Assault on Precinct Thirteen, depending on where- whatever. But I feel like I I can't really articulate or define what does or doesn't feel like one. I just, this feels sort of, like, the fog feels like one, maybe just because Jamie Lee Curtis is also in that. Okay, I don't know, okay. what does, but I don't know. Um, also, Kurt Russell not in this. Kurt Russell in, like, four of his movies, right? So. Yeah. I was also thinking, future down the line, I think before we do a The Rock lap, even though it seems maybe blasphemous, I think I would do a Kurt Russell lap, because I just want to watch the Kurt Russell, John Carpenter movies on here. Like, The Thing the and Escape from New York and Big Trouble. Like, just, like, uh. those are the ones I want to watch, so, yeah.
1: That would be really, really cool. It's hard to argue that you should do that before The Rock, but I'm with we'll, you emotionally. I'm with be, you emotionally.
0: Neither will be there for years, because we've got, like, the laps are forever long now, and we have a couple queued up or whatever. But um, just something to keep in mind. Before we go any further, two things. First bit of housekeeping. Shout out to our patrons. Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Klein- Kleinman. Sorry, Justin. Justin yeah. Kleinman. Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party. Ooh. Haley Gerbys, West Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, wow. and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Mont- Montez. Montez. Thank you all for supporting us the $5 a month level or above. And while we're talking about Too Fast, Too Forever and Fast and Furious, there is one bit of news That has come out since, or I just didn't see before we recorded, but there was a thing on Variety yesterday as we record this, last week as you listen to this, Universal Pictures boss, quote, I would love to see us do a a female Fast and Furious spinoff movie.
1: Well, (laughs) awesome, Mm -hmm. but also, didn't we already fucking decide this? Mm -hmm. Good on you. Uh, You're also the boss. Yep. So just fucking do it.
0: I would love to see a female fast, Langley said. So would Vin. We have so many great and amazing female characters in our franchise, and now there's the new addition of Brie Larson to add to the incredible roster. I'd love to see us do a female fast.
1: Yeah, no no shit, though. This is, I think this is more egregious than The Rock being like, yeah. <laughs> that we made Black Adam so that he can fight Superman. Because it's like, you're the boss. Do you it. have the characters. We already thought this got greenlit based on what they were saying earlier. And like Michelle Rodriguez had pretty much, right? I think it was Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. That so they had was... asked. And she was like, oh, yeah, like they greenlit like a uh, female one. And Vin is very supportive and we can't wait for it and all this stuff. So here's and the then...
0: official the official stance right now. Rumors have circulated for a few years now, which includes Jordana, Jordana Brewster, Michelle Rodriguez, Charlize Theron, Helen Mirren, Natalie Emanuel, Brie Larson now there. VIN announced in 2019 via the comments section on Instagram, okay, that screenwriters Nicole Perlman, Lindsay Beer, and Geneva robertson dworet were being tasked with penning it, but there's never been an official studio green light. The girls need a spinoff, Ludacris said in 2021. That's what needs a spinoff. All the badass, kick-ass women in the film, that's who deserves it.
1: Uh, so we got so we got L- we got Luda with them too. Luda's okay, on cool.
0: board. Yes, Jordana Brewster. Quote: That would be awesome. I've heard those rumors. I think that would be incredible. Think about all the people we could bring back. Right? We could bring back Ava Mendez. who Would be incredible to work with. It'd be really really cool. I can't speak to the discussions, but I think it would be awesome. So fingers crossed. And that then, that
1: one that one that quote is really weird and telling. She she says she's heard rumors. So I she's can't either playing, speak to it. Yeah, I can't speak to it. Is either she's playing coy but it also sounds like she's not involved in this at all and Vin just ambient replied on Instagram
0: there's been so much like the between Roman Crip walking that Dr. Dre became a billionaire Vin announcing yes. things in the comment section Little the bro. rock talking about candy asses. is like Instagram is where all the news happens for this franchise
1: yeah <laughs> in the comments yes. not like not not like not like they like make a post, right? I mean, well, I guess like the look, little bro, whatever, right. <laughs> that one. But otherwise, it's just like just chaos dropped into a comment somewhere, and it really feels like like somebody took too much Ambien and just like tweeted some nonsense, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah. One more quote, Natalie Emmanuel Ramsey said, quote, I want a girl spinoff. We find a way to bring everybody back and we make a badass girl fast movie. I'm so here for that. That's the fast spinoff that I want, that I demand. So, yeah, cool.
1: Send it. Please just do it. We thought that it was in the works. We've been pitching it. I'm excited for it. Uh, stop, you know, twiddling your thumbs and get on it. Seriously. Yeah.
0: Please and thank you. Yep. So, Christine from 1983 on AMC Plus, the weirdest value in streaming, I think. But do I do think for nine bucks a month you get that and shutter and you get IFC and everything. So it's on there if you want it.
1: Oh, do you have that?
0: I do because I was paying for shutter. I'm just like, I just might as well pay another four dollars and get everything. So yeah, AMC oh, Plus. Oh,
1: what is like shutter's like five dollars and then to okay, cool. Yeah,
0: shutter's five and then you get AMC Plus and you also get IFC films or something. So because they're all owned by AMC. So
1: do you like either of those services?
0: I love I, Shutter's the Shutter. I think for five dollars is like the best value in streaming. And I think the other ones, like it just I just like having access to things legally. And like this is also I get it yeah. through Amazon, so just in Prime, like it's not a separate app, but just in Prime. So
1: what does that mean? I've never so, done like if that. you just search
0: on Amazon for like Christine, it just says like Watch Now. Like you don't have to like go to the AMC Plus app oh. or whatever, just part of Prime Video.
1: Okay, that's interesting. I bet that they're all backed on the Amazon cloud servers, anyways, right?
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah,
1: I'm assuming like I'm assuming if you can do that. It's just on the Amazon cloud, and it's like Amazon either lets you watch it through AMC or lets you watch it through Prime or lets you buy it through Prime, and then it's just like mm-hmm. cuts that shit out. Okay, that's very, very interesting and cool to know.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So that's there if you want to watch it. If not, you can probably rent it for a couple bucks just about anywhere. But yep. so there are uh, two different descriptions, like plot summaries that I like about this. So the IMDb one is simpler. A nerdish boy buys a strange car with an evil mind of its own. And as nature starts to change to reflect it, or the letterbox one, which is sometimes hit or miss because it's kind of crowdsourced, but not always. Okay. But this is a really good one, I think. Geeky okay. student Arnie Cunningham falls, falls for Christine, a rusty 1958 Plymouth Fury, and becomes obsessed with restoring the classic automobile to her former glory. As the car changes, so does Arnie, whose newfound confidence turns to arrogance behind the wheel of his exotic beauty. Arnie's girlfriend Lee and best friend Dennis reach out to him only to be met by a Fury with capital F like no other.
1: That's a good one. It's pretty good.
0: I was I was um, happy with that one. I
1: also didn't know that the car was a Plymouth Fury. That's a car that my dad has. He has Currently? Uh, Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. He's getting it like he was like doing getting engine work done on it and like the the window the automatic window motors didn't work, or something.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, it, it's but it's a '73 Plymouth Fury, not a '58 Plymouth Fury.
0: Right. Cause but I movie... didn't know. That
1: they, no, I just didn't know that they made that model for that. Like, that's a long time. Even back then, I feel like that's like a. Because
0: Plymouth is gone, gone now, right? They've been gone for a while. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so I did not know that this movie took place in both briefly, like '57 or '58, and then mostly in '78. The original, like, the car being born is not in the novel.
1: What do you mean, the car being born?
0: So, like, the car, quote-unquote, being born, but being made, like, on the line is not in the novel. Oh. I, think the, I, think in, I think the novel just starts in modern day.
1: That's That makes sense.
0: She was evil from the day she rolled off the assembly line because there's that guy who's smoking a cigar and ashing the cigar. Like, can you imagine working at a place like this and, like, smoking a cigar around brand new cars and then ashing on the seat like in a like that seems so (laughs) rude
1: it's a different time man it was a completely different time
0: i also like they do say at one point about somebody dying in it but like you know how like there's there's that thing i think it's only in certain states but like if someone dies in your house you have to disclose that like it's not every state it's like a handful of states but like if somebody dies in your car like this car kills this guy would you still sell that car 100%.
1: hundred percent okay. I still buy that car Are you can't well, okay i don't i, I I'm not sp- death in the house freaks me out more than death in the car
0: really yeah okay
1: I would buy a house that somebody died in but I would smudge it and probably have like somebody i I would get both a medium and a priest to come through the house once if I really liked it mm-hmm. like if I was like teetering on a house and it was like, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I kind of don't. And they're like, well, somebody died in it. I'd be like, cool, I'll find another one. But if I was like, I love this house, this is a perfect house for me. I love everything about it. And they're like, two people were found dead in here. I'd be like, okay, I, I think we can smudge that out of this.
0: I, I guess. I think it freaks. I, I just think for me, car much more contained, enclosed space. Uh, well, dead spirit taking up much more surface area or volume of the car?
1: But no, but, the, okay, for me, I think that the the spirit kind of, like, stays in the place, not the the medium. So, like, you can't move a house around. You can drive a car to your house, mm, is okay. what I'm saying. So you think so the that's ghost what is what
0: I, hanging out in Detroit? Yeah,
1: the, yeah. like, or just, like, the garage that they, like, died in. Like, I feel like, like a spirit kind of is, I, I don't know anything about this. I've never researched it, but in my brain... My headcanon is that the spirit stays in the, like, residence.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So, for me, I'm like, okay, somebody died in the car. Like, now, if it was, like, they died in the car, they found them 70 days later, and there's, like, a body print in the seat, I would sure, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is bad. But if it was, like, oh, they found them, like, the same day, there was, like, nothing there, and I'm like, I cleaned the upholstery, I'd be like, yeah, I'll smudge it anyways, but, like, we'll keep it moving. Yeah. Cool.
0: That's fair. So in the novel, which I, I'm assuming you you've not read the novel, no, I've not read the no, novel.
1: No, no.
0: Um, there was a time where Bob was going to cheat on me with a book podcast with another book podcast, or was like some guy just wanted to read the Stephen King books, but like it was like this weird. He's like I can't do like it's a, it was a weird release structure. I don't know, but okay. I know that he's read a lot of the early ones. I'm sure he's read this. Um, but in the book, Christine was just a normal 58 Fury. That was purchased by this guy, Roland LeBay, brother of George LeBay, the guy who sells Christine to Arnie in the movie. But Roland LeBay made Christine evil, his love for Christine overriding even his love for his wife and daughter, both of whom died in the car. So Roland's evil spirit becomes one with Christine. In both the movie Ah. and the book, Christine could drive herself and repair any damage as long as she kept moving. So when Roland died with no one to love her and drive her around, she ceased, quote unquote, living and began to show her age until Arnie came along. Roland's evil spirit and love for Christine was then transferred to Arnie. So that's like the that's the main difference. There's not only really like a difference like in terms of the story that we see, but the background of like why Christine is evil cuz in the movie it's just like she's always been evil, man. And here it's yeah. just, like no this guy was like a real fuckwad and he in, you know inhabited it with this like evil spirit that like then was transferred on. So like end seem end result, but just a different way to get there.
1: Yeah, and I think the movie does a good job to just skim over that part. You, we have a lot of like we have a lot of qualms usually with, like, divergence from the story, but, Mm -hmm. like, to cut it down, we get to the same... It's the same vehicle, pun intended, to get there. So um, I have no problems with that. I'm I'm sure that... I I haven't read the book, so I can't comment on it. Um, I'm sure that the book does a great job at that, and I like Stephen King, so I'm sure that it works there, but this works as well for me in the film, so...
0: yeah. This is also one like Stephen King was already so popular by this point that like this movie was optioned and in production before the book even came out. So, like, I knew oh. that like, especially now, like that's not uncommon, even for authors who aren't Stephen King. Just like, oh, the one, the woman who wrote this one thing that became a huge movie, her next book's already been like, it's just, it's common, right? But here, yeah, yeah. I think like within 10 ish years of him, maybe 10, 15 years of him becoming an author and he's already this like phenomenal because his first like four books or something like are all insanely huge like massive global bestsellers like beloved books yeah so it's like yeah this movie's gonna be a hit so like let's just do it the other thing i the, the reason this came up is because we were talking when we did the, Vi- the fire starter remake for zeph uh, John Carpenter was supposed to do that, but then the thing was a flop, and he was just doing this, and so they're just like, we'll just give Firestarter someone else. Um, but that's where this came around, because like, in around this time, it's just like, Stephen King, Stephen King, Stephen King, John Carpenter. Just like, okay, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah.
1: they were like the two fucking dudes to make movies like this, yeah.
0: So a couple other background things about the car before we talk about the movie. So 15% of the budget was on the cars alone. By the end of filming, all but two were totally destroyed. Um, because like there's so much crazy like actual practical effects in this, which I think oh, is yeah. the only way to do it. And like, yep, yep, I can imagine how many cars they wrecked.
1: I'm assuming I'm assuming all of those like uh, reanimation, rebuild shots are demolitions in reverse, right?
0: Yeah. So that's what I was about to say next. So the way to to get it regenerating itself, because basically, in if you've not seen the movie, when it takes damage, when it does damage, if it's burned, if it's crashed into, if it's whatever, it basically just like. They, stretches it, it, like, like puffs itself out like a pufferfish, yeah, yeah, and just like fixes itself. So, to simulate that, they installed hydraulic pumps inside yep. some of the numerous stunt doubles, which were mock ups in plastic that looked more like metal on camera than actual metal as it bent into form. So, it's funny that they're like, Hey, we can't get this metal to bend like metal, uh, let's do just this plastic that actually looks more like metal, but you know, it worked, it works um, great. It, it I looks think those so are cool. Some-
1: those are some of the coolest fucking shots I've ever seen in a movie. I really, really like them. Like, it, to the point where, like, I, like, paused, turned to Rachel, and was like, that was really fucking cool. Like, the shot where they, like, I, I'm gonna get mildly into the movie, but the shot where, like, the kids come in and, like, destroy Christine, yeah. and then, like, she just reanimates, like, in front of you. Mm-hmm. I it, it My brain was like, they had to do this in reverse, like I just said. But, like, it looks so great that I was just like, that is really fucking cool how practical and realistic it looks. Yeah.
0: So the pumps were attached to cables, which were then attached to the car's bodywork. And when they compressed, they would suck the paneling inwards. And then the footage was reversed, giving a car spontaneously retaking form. So you're exactly right. It's just like we're going to like basically suck the air out of the plastic. It's going to crumple in. And then we're just going to play it back reverse. And it's just going to be great. So very cool to your earlier point, not knowing it's a Fury, that kind of is why Stephen King chose it, because he thought it was a, quote, forgotten car. He didn't want some, like, legend attached to it, like a 50s Thunderbird. Um, but they made, they purchased and restored 28 Furies for the movie. So I guess they destroyed 26 of them. Uh, but they had a whole bunch of different Furies that just, you know, were around. They just kept smashing them up.
1: That, that makes a lot of sense. And also, it's a good move, because if you pick a more forgotten car, it's cheaper and easier to
0: find...
1: Yeah. A bunch of them that you can restore, right? Like, it's not, it's if it's not like a prized car, like Eleanor, you know, like a Shelby Cobra or mm-hmm. something, then it's like, okay, well, if we're gonna have to spend 15% of the budget, we didn't have to spend 40 or 50% of the budget on these cars. So. And
0: the kind of irony of the way that it works is that, like, the Fury then becomes a sought after car because yes. it was a forgotten car, and now it's like, oh no, that's Christine, man.
1: Yes, exactly. Very, very cool.
0: This was originally rated PG because there's not a lot of stuff that, like... There's not, like... There's a lot of violence, but, like, it's cars. Like, it's not really... It's not, like, really, really violent. But they were like, nobody's going to see this movie if it's a PG. Like, nobody wants to see a PG Stephen King movie. So they just... They added the word fuck a bunch of times, and they're like, oh, what? like It does. And, so, it,
1: and it shows up in bunches.
0: Yeah. And so they got so criticized for it. They're like, this is not... Like, this is lazy screenwriter. or whatever. Like, we needed to do that to make sure it got rated R because then people would go see it. So, like, it's a weird, like... Nowadays, people strive for PG 13 unless you're like making like a quote unquote real movie because PG 13, like, gets the like all the biggest box office movies are PG 13 because like everybody can see them. But here they're like, we don't want that because there's no PG 13 in 1983 yet because that's around the core because of stuff like oh, it's PG and R, right? Yes, so like Raiders and Ghostbusters and I think maybe Gremlins are all PG, and people are like, this. These are not PG. Like, there's got to be something in between. So they made PG-13. So this was either PG or R. And they're like, I think they would have been fine if it's PG-13. But they're like, I, we, we got to make it rated R. And so they add the F word a lot. And they were criticized for the use of it just because it, it, is, it, it feels weird. Like, if you notice, you're like, why is this happening?
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. I definitely noticed it because there's like, I think the scene that he's like on the porch with her or something or like maybe like one of the times that Arnie's talking to his mom. He says like fuck like three or four times in a row. Yeah. Like Listen,
0: motherfucker. It's like why what?
1: Yeah, yeah. It just feels like if I get that he's transition like transitioning into an evil person and stuff, but at the same time like the string of them so close together is like it feels unnatural even for normal conversation, right? Yes. Yeah. So I get it.
0: He's just the bad boy. Um, so that's guy played by Keith Gordon, who I don't really know, um, originally auditioned for the role or considered with both John Cusack and Scott Bayo.
1: Oh, both sound like pretty good choices, to be honest.
0: So I don't remember if they were known at the time or not. But John Carpenter's like, I want people who are unknown. Like, I don't want people to come in with like these preconceptions of who these kids are. I want to have people who like become names from this. And so he went with largely unknown kids.
1: And, and it works excellent. In my opinion. I really, really like it. Um, I have to steal and share a thought from Rachel that she said to me last night as we we're watching this movie very early thought? on. What's Arnie's friend's name?
0: Dennis? Uh, Dennis Gilder. is played by John Stockwell, yeah.
1: Okay. She's like, Dennis would absolutely be played by Paul Walker in a remake of this movie, right? I
0: think, and I okay. wrote this on my Letterboxd review, Okay. he is somehow both Lucas Black and Paul Walker.
1: Ooh. Like, I when you I can fr- see a little I bit of it. first saw
0: him I was like, oh that's Louis Black and the more the movie goes on you're like, oh no that's Paul Walker. But like It's
1: 100% yeah. Po- yeah.
0: Do you know it's who 100- was originally offered that role but then turned it down to do a different do a different movie? A big name, a big name.
1: Offered this role? mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Think about maybe I don't know if you should I don't know if you're going to get it but you can get it. But someone big in the 80s, really handsome young dude on the verge of stardom. George Clooney? No.
1: Hmm. I don't know, then. Who is it?
0: Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was offered this role, but then ended up doing Footloose Uh, instead.
1: Not a bad choice.
0: Because the the kid also kind of looks like Kevin Bacon. A little bit.
1: Yeah, I can see it. So. After watching Friday Night Lights with Paul Walker, and the character is very similar... And then seeing how much he, like, could look like and be Paul Walker. I see what you were saying, that he does, facially, he does have a little bit of Lucas Black in Mm -hmm. him, but the character is Paul Walker, yeah.
0: Plus, he's got the, he's a a wide receiver, and we saw Lucas Black in, um, not Friday Night Lights, what's the other one? Varsity Blues?
1: That's right, yeah. Paul Walker plays football, too,
0: didn't he? What was he in?
1: It was, was it Varsity Blues or Friday Night Lights? It was one or the other. that. Oh, Lucas blues. Black.
0: Okay. Paul Walker is in Varsity Blues. Yes. Lucas Black's and Friday Night Lights. Yes.
1: That's, that's what I mean. Okay. So they're both football players. Yes.
0: So the girl who is in love with Dennis is Kelly Preston, who famously was married to John Travolta for a while. Uh, she passed oh. away a few years ago, but she's, I kind of wish she was in the more of the movie, but she's just like, once Lee shows up... Uh, Kelly Preston just basically goes away but Lee was originally considered uh Brooke Shields was considered for her I think she was Brooke already Shields like be a name by that point like she had already been in Endless Love a couple years before which is Tom Cruise's first movie um but they just like need somebody who's like beautiful right just like oh my god this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen uh what's the what's the line she quote looks smart but has the body of a slut it's like what
1: yeah there's a lot yeah I mean you know it's an old movie. There's a lot of stuff like that. Around. I mean,
0: it's funny. It's very Stephen King. It's very 80s, but it's also like, whoa, okay, that's that's getting to it in a hurry.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And the only other casting I want to say is that Buddy, who is played by William Ostrander, who's like the bully in shop class, the guy with a huge like mullet, like the mutton chops, not mullet, mullet but the, the mutton the, chops, and the
1: and the like the the tank top and the big mm-hmm. muscles. That guy, yes, the
0: guy who looks like he's 30 years old.
1: I, <laughs> dude. That's the first word that came out of my mouth when I saw him on screen to Rachel is that man is 30. He's not in high school.
0: So Brian has already covered this on High School summer Party. I would imagine I think when he was doing this, he played those games. But like if he's not the answer to like who looks to Cameron for this, Fry it's like, yeah, it's like, no, that's definitely he's the winner. But originally considered for that role or audition for that role, Nicolas Cage.
1: Oh, I don't think that would have worked. I
0: He he was a little unhinged in a couple early roles. 83, he was doing like racing with the moon and stuff. Like he was, he could have, he could have done it. It would have been weird. Uh, he could he had that intensity. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I was just like, ooh. So I told Mike and then, you know, Christine is a red sports car, basically. And like red sports cars is like a, a running sort of gag through Cage Club for us. But, okay. yeah so like there's a cage next in there as well but i was just like oh nicholas cage very cool
1: yeah that 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 would have been cool for you and for us and for the network yes i don't know if i can see it personally um and i like the 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 low star power here
0: yes i agree The john
1: carpenter like not having somebody that's recognizable it, i think benefits in this case for this movie
0: but that's all the background stuff I have for this. So, initial thoughts of Christine: What do you think? Did you like it? Did you love it? Uh, comparing to, like we were saying, what you thought it was going to be.
1: I loved it. Um, it was similar to what I thought it was going to be, and it was just generally awesome. I, the only like qualm problem thought that I had was I expected it to be more horry than it even is
0: maybe that's why it doesn't feel like a John Carver but he has like uh, I don't know but like it doesn't it's it's it's, a, it's more like a high school movie than a horror movie
1: yeah and like you do damage to the car so there's not much like gore or blood or anything right right yeah so like the car is getting hurt more so than people like even when he like when she runs down the kid in the thing like we don't see him really get splattered right
0: Right, no, like, we just see, like, a car, like, run over a body or something, right?
1: Yeah, so it's those kind of things that makes it, like, I thought that it was going to be more of, like, a violent car explosion crash blood things, and they really toned that down to just make it, like, the car is the scary element, not that there is, like, a car in a horror movie.
0: Like, I think the coolest shot and the scariest shot, and, like, the thing I'm going to remember from this movie... Is when Christine chases the last two of the bullies to that gas station and then, like, it erupts in flames. Then Christine backs out on fire. I'm like, this is the that coolest thing I've ever seen.
1: Coolest thing I've ever seen. Excellent, excellent shot. I want to know how they did that because I imagine if you're a stunt driver in a car that's completely engulfed in flames, that's insane.
0: So they were saying that, like, they blacked out the windows in Christine because they didn't yes. want you to know if yeah. Arnie was driving or if Christine was driving itself, whatever.
1: Exactly. Yep, but because they that. shot so
0: much of this at night, the stunt drivers, even without the flames, had a really hard time driving because, like, we can't see anything. Like, it's all, like, tinted it's and so it's tinted. night out. So, yeah. yeah.
1: That makes sense. But, like, you're right. that That's a shot that I will never forget. Also tattooed in my brain, the, like, the Christine pulling out of the gas station completely engulfed in flames is so badass. That's fucking awesome.
0: One thing I did not realize, and I don't know that we need it. And I, there's a, there's a big thing I want to talk about, but the one thing that like I, I meant to say before and I didn't. I don't know that this like spanned so much time of the year, and I kept having like dates up there. I'm like, are we building towards something? I'm like, not really. Like we kind of build up toward New Year's, but like even that's just like, all right, like to what to what end? Like, no, you- the
1: timing the timing has no bearing on it. It's just to show you that time has passed, so he's evolving deeper. Right. But, yeah, I thought so, too. I thought, they, I thought that we were going to build to Halloween, honestly, because you start out with the first one. It's, like, October 9th or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, cool. That's, like, close to now, and I thought that it was going to be, like, October 9th, October 14th, October... Yeah, then, it's just,
0: then it's, like, November 12th, December 10th. It's just like, wait, what? Why, why? What are we doing? Exactly.
1: Yeah, same. And they make no sense. Like, none of the dates... Oh, I think one was, like, yeah, like, really close to Rachel's birthday, and, like, yeah, so...
0: The... Biggest thing I want to talk about, the most Fast and Furious thing about this movie, other than the fact that there's cars, I had no idea how much this story is just two dudes in love with each other. Like, this is such a homoerotic gay love story between Arnie and Dennis. And like, just the car gets in the way, Lee gets in the way. But these two dudes, like, this is a real Dom and Brian situation. Like, they are just two guys around cars who are in love with each other. And I had no idea of the gay undertones.
1: Yes, and they're and they're complete opposites too. Like you have like a jock, you have like a. Yeah, there's nerd. there's no reason they should be friends, right? No, no, I feel the opposite, Joey. I really do. I I think that this feels like a really great friendship, in the sense that they were probably like friends from a very very young age, probably close, like lived close by, and it's just like you know, like one of them is a jock, one of them's a nerd. They kind of like, it's just uh, mutual coexistence, right? Like, you're like, oh, this is beneficial for both of us. Like, Because he even says to, what's her name? Like, I can help you with your math, you can help me with my whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that he and Dennis got along like this, so I think that it actually reads as, like, a very, very pure relationship. And you see it from the beginning when he, like, sticks up for him, knowing that he's the jock, and, like, anything that he does is going to have to, like, he's going to have to follow through, right? Like, yeah, if he I stands think... up to the kid with the knife, like, he has to follow through, because he's, like, you know, star football player. Right. Like, he's the only one that can save him, and he has to do it. I think just
0: like, it just like stereotypically in high school movies, there's such cliques. And like, if they were just like, we've been, we lived next door to each other since we were five, like, that's why they're friends. Like, they never, they just like, we're friends. And then there's the other dude who's like, kind of in between, who's like, kind of a nerd with kind of a cool guy or trying to be a cool guy who also is in love with Lee and just like, so he also kind of like, doesn't really fit, but also perfect. Like, it just like the the dynamic on screen works, but I feel like in an 80s high school movie, there doesn't seem to be a reason why these two would be friends. Like it feels like Dennis would be like giving Arnie like swirlies or something, but he's just like, no, we're like, we're best friends. Like I want to get you laid. It's just like, Oh, okay.
1: No, I, uh, I, I just, dis- I disagree. Really? I think that there's always like a, uh, an offshoot subset that although that there are clicks in high school, you definitely have people that are still friends, at least in my experience. Like, you know, we, we had a very, very good football team, like a state renowned football team mm-hmm. in my high school. Well, yours
0: is also like, I feel like yours is different. Maybe, maybe when it's an all school. boys school, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Like, because there's, there's not, you don't like have to like look cool because you're not impressing girls, right? It's just,
1: you you do, but at the same time, it's like not really because they're not around all the time. Right. So maybe that plays into it. But like, yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, like everybody had their own clicks, but at the same time, there was large portions that were like, oh, like, these are kids I went to grade school with, so, like, you know, some of the football players would be friends with some of the other kids just because, like, they knew them from their hometown. And and also, we had a giant, you know, being an all-boys school that had, like, a giant diverse population from a bunch of different places, neighborhoods, you know, uh, made it more integrated like that, too.
0: Yeah, I get you. I get you. I do think it's funny, though, if you think about this as a a gay romance, that when... Dennis is playing football like he goes out for the pass and he goes up like the quarterback throws it high or whatever and he comes down like he almost gets paralyzed he is distracted because he sees yep. Arnie and Lee making out like you you think that he's in love with Lee but if you think like oh no he's in love with Arnie he doesn't want to see Arnie making out with Lee you know what I mean like there, it could go either way right there
1: it could it really really could I, I like the I like the play and the read on it I, I was getting similar vibes and and yeah I've, I agree with you
0: there's a so there's Lee comes to school, she's this beautiful girl, everybody's in love with her, seeming or at least the three people like right. It's like Arnie's kind of in love with her he he just wants to get laid. Uh Dennis is kind of like maybe... I don't like even maybe, think
1: that, but okay, yeah.
0: He just like I think like she's, it's the, prettiest,
1: the, she's the prettiest girl in school.
0: She's so the like, new girl in school too. Yeah. So like yeah, there's like that the attraction girl or whatever. Yeah.
1: and the prettiest and he's a nerd, right? So he's like, This is a girl that's way out of my league. Of course, he has a giant crush on her.
0: Yeah, it's mostly the third dude who's just like, This is the most beautiful girl. I want to have deep, meaningful sex with her or whatever. Like, he's the one in love, and like, we're just. He's like know. lusty. Yes. Yeah. Arnie is becoming cool because of Christine. And so they go out, like, they go to a drive in movie theater and it's pouring rain. I'm like, This feels like the worst. Like, I can't imagine having I to see a movie too. through the rain.
1: Yeah, I mean, I. Ha- have you ever been to a drive in movie?
0: Yes, I went once a couple years ago, Larson, there's yes. one out in Pennsylvania, right. the Mahoning Drive-In Theater, that I went with Larson a couple years yes,
1: ago. Yes, 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 I remember this, okay, yes, Larson does love the Drive-In Theater. I've never been to a Drive-In Theater, I, I ha- like, have uh, romantic thoughts about it, I think it's a really cool idea, but I've never done it, mm-hmm. uh, But, uh, but I also never imagined it being in the rain, because I've never done it, right, so, like the rain thing was a really weird element. And I agree with you. It's like you got the windshield wipers like on. I was thinking, you know, um, I was thinking about you with all of your terrible AMC, a list experiences. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Like watching a movie at the drive in in the rain has to like has to be a pretty bad like, it's movie not, experience. It's not a right? good
0: default experience. Like if you're if you're there to watch the movie and they're not there to watch the movie, they're there to no, make no. Out. but like if you're there to watch the movie, like the picture is not necessarily great. The sound is kind of weird. Like modern day you just tune into a radio station like if and like it's it's close so, like the reception's not bad, but like it's not as good as it could be. No, because it's a, not
1: like, like stereo audio. Yes. Yeah. You're looking through glass. I get it.
0: So like baseline in like be- ideal circumstances is not a great way to watch a movie. Here it's like downpour which is both f- fuzzing up your vision but also yes. you you also probably can't hear as well because it's like pouring on the car like especially on, like a metal car again it doesn't matter because like he's trying to feel her up she's trying to like you know go down whatever and then she's like i can't do this and like it's it it makes sense but it's also very funny she's just like no i'm i'm jealous of your car you love her more than you love me it's just like wait what weird when what
1: that was probably like the only part that mildly took me out of the movie that she's just so overtly jealous like she like comes out and says like I'm jealous of the car you know what I mean like but like, I know
0: like, that, like you have to get the ball rolling somehow with yes, like that but it's agreed. also like you could have done like one thing like where he's you know he this would be dumb but like he's like he's going to his car and like he passes her by to like you know wax wipe down it down. The hood or something. Yeah, I exactly.
1: agree 100% and you get, accomplish the same thing and it's less corny so that's yeah
0: I don't know. with you um, but he has to convince her the entire time, like, no, baby. But he doesn't even, like, try to convince her. He's like, no, I, I do love Christine. I also <laughs> he, love you, but I do love Christine.
1: And he even calls the card Christine to her, yeah. which I think is a bad play. Like... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know much about women, but I think that that's a probably the not the way you should play that. Be like, come on, man, the car? Like, you're yeah. mad about the car? He's like, you're mad about Christine? But also, like,
0: if he calls Christine the car while he's inside Christine, wink, wink, uh, Christine's going to get pissed, right? Like, Christine is just, you know... Because
1: she is the actual one that he loves, yes. so...
0: I think it's the obvious way to do this, but I I never realized how much Bumblebee and Transformers just stole like the whole talking through the radio thing. Because whenever Christine gets pissed, like the radio comes on, just like yeah, like she's just yelling at you.
1: You saw Rachel's tweet last night, then, right?
0: I saw Emma Emma Roberts tweet. Did she tweet another one?
1: Emma Roberts just tweeted that. I mean, sorry, Rachel just tweeted that Christine is or Bumblebee is kids bop Christine.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's very fair.
1: Yeah, so she had the exact same thought as you, but yes, you're 100% right. She looked at me and said that she was like, so this is just Bumblebee, like, when the radio, like, like don't come a knocking or whatever, like, that one. She was, like, like, off the rip, she was just like, oh, this is totally just Bumblebee. And, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't What's know either. Because yep.
0: the other thing, like, I realize, and it, it doesn't surprise me at all what I'm about to say, it shouldn't surprise you either, but, like... When we watched Death Proof, we're like, oh, this is Vanishing Point. This is Tulane blacktop. This is all those classic car movies. But also, like, when Rose McGowan's like, you scare me. He goes, what, is it my scar? She goes, no, it's your car. Like, this girl is also kind of scared of Christine, right? She's just like, "This, there's oh, something yeah. weird with the car. And, like, the Death Proof car is not sentient. But, like, I can see being like, no, there's something weird with this car, man.
1: Something off here. Yeah. I, I definitely can. I, get, I mean, I get bad vibes from weird shit. We've talked about that before. So... Yeah, I could definitely see, like, I don't like this place. I don't like this person. I don't like this car. Like, something's just off. It feels weird. Especially if somebody... Now, and like we talked about earlier, like, somebody fucking died. Two, Three people died yeah. in it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, wouldn't, it wouldn't feel weird to be like, hey, this car feels a little weird.
0: Right. A question for you in terms of spotting the talent in a car. So, like, Arnie and Dennis are, like, just driving. They see this car, like, parked, and, it's like, it's got a for sale sign. To me... Someone who has no interest in cars, no knowledge in cars, no desire to fix up a car, looks like an absolute piece of junk. Dennis is like, this car sucks. What are you doing? Um, Arnie is just like, no, she's a beauty. But, like, this car looks beyond repair. But, like, if you, as you, current brain, whatever, saw this car, would you be like, yeah, that's a beauty? Or would you be like, that's too much work?
1: No, I'd be like, that's fucking sick. Really? And, like, I want it. Yeah. And I want it. Because it has, I mean, especially now cause think about it like the the Chevy that I have here now is 4 years older than Christine even was. Well,
0: I think that I think there's a different like, like cuz you know, this is a 20-year-old car. So like say there's something like he turn says, of the century. That's really cool.
1: No, no, I still have this Fives now like you have to you I know you do this with other things. So I'm in a Give you the outline of it. Yeah, please, because
0: the way that I see this car, I look at the car, I'm like, none of this is salvageable. Like, everything is banged up. Everything needs to be replaced. Everything needs to be fixed. Like, there's nothing about this car. Like, you're just, like, at at that point, like, I don't know what you're buying if you have to replace everything.
1: No, 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 because you start with the frame. There's a lot of the pieces you can salvage. Okay. Like, you know, like, obviously, Christine's like the lowest of the low to, like, in the most work and things like that. But in your head, like, anything that you want, like, if you had, like, the holy grail of your DVD collection, right? If you were like, oh, my God, I want this. There's only, you know, 50 of them ever made. And there's one that has, like, some bent corners and stuff like that. Isn't it better to have that one? Sure, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like,
0: I I totally understand, like, when you fix her up,
1: It's going to be fucking awesome, right? It's awesome.
0: But, like, I just feel like I'm looking at this thing and, like, the seats are torn up, all the windows broken, everything is bent, everything is rusted. And I'm just like, you need to do – you need to put in, like, TLC on, like, literally almost every part of this thing. They're just like, that seems like so much work. Like, I I understand, like, if you're going to buy, like, a one that, like, is – when Christina's fixed up, if you're going to – like, that's going to be so expensive. But it feels like it's not going to be, like, that much cheaper if you have to replace everything. But maybe it is. I don't know.
1: I – a lot of these cars, especially from this era like he's he's picking through the junkyard, right mm-hmm. as much as they were like Plymouth Chevys, whatever whatever, they all kind of have the same parts
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair,
1: you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they're very simple cars, and the stylings were pretty close, so like I'm sure that you could get, like, a seat from, like, a Chevy, a Ford, a Plymouth, whatever, and, like, all the seats would be very close. Like, you could put, like, a new seat in. So, like, at the time, like, it's not... They weren't as hyper-specifically variable as cars are today, right? Like, the headlights on my car aren't going to go into your car. Right, yeah. But, like, back then, like, I'm sure that, like... There's four headlights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, okay, and, like, any... Engine parts are very similar, and any, like, upgrades, like, all the hot... And you had hot rod culture, too, so, like, that's essentially, like, tuner culture for Civics, right?
0: Sure, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: That you're, like, you're, you're gonna get all the aftermarket parts for all these cars, because it's, like, dudes are, like, hot rodding them, because they're cheap and old and easy to fix, and then you get a, a company that comes back 20 years later that's, like, we will make aftermarket pieces for these cars. So... But for me, like, to answer your original question, that you were spot on with what you're saying, that, like, when I see, like, an old rusty car like that, I'm like, oh, imagine what this could be. And in my head, I see the finished product as opposed to the the Sure,
0: yeah, no, no, yeah. I think if I cared at all, I would be like, yeah, okay, this is cool, like, this is worth it. I'm just like, I have no interest, and, like, it just feels like it would take forever but I get it. I mean, I understand. But, you know, the beauty here, he doesn't do any of it. He just goes, OK, show me. Well, he me. does a
1: little bit. He does a little bit. And then it's funny that now that you're like, you know, the movie leads you into this, right? Like it looks like he wrenched this car up and and like did like an exquisite job fixing it. And you start in almost to realize no time. in like a month and you start to realize – like, even the guys are like, damn, he's really good with a wrench. And, like, hi, and like his mom's like, oh, my God. Or, like, you know, uh, Dennis is like, how the hell is, like, this Christine? And then, like – and, like, he has, like, one, like, different door. And then, like, he pulls up to the football game, and the car is completely brand new. Yeah. So you're like, oh, you don't get that Christine is fixing herself while he's fixing Christine type Cause, situation. Because,
0: like, we – I think – and what's what's interesting is I think he like does some of it, but what but like when she gets like really beat up, like when the bullies come and like they they smash her basically the bits, he shows yes. up and he's just like heartbroken. and then like she starts to like, you know, wiggle a little bit go and he just says, okay, show me. And like, I think that's like the first time he really sees it happen. like he probably, I think he knew something was up, whether it's, you know, a choice for him to fall in love with christina or just some kind of like magic spell that takes over him but like i feel like it's half of him when we see it for the first time he's kind of seeing it for the first time too and he's just like oh this is cool
1: yeah because he you're right he did do like a lot of work like he even says it when dennis is like how's the car or whatever and he's like you know just a lot of hard work and like that's how i fixed her up it was happening slower and for him to see it like fully just be like and come back to life was pretty cool
0: the thing I sort of re- – I wish that this movie did because I think it would have been cool. It, it, I didn't even think about it, so it's not like something I was just, like, waiting all movie for. But at the end, in that final showdown where they lure Arnie and Christine to the garage and they're going to, like – they're they're going to use the caterpillar to, like, take it out, essentially, right? Even though in the book uh, there was a pink – there's a pink septic truck named Petunia. And so oh. Stephen King was just like, we have two girl cars going against each other at the end of my book. It's super cool, which I think does sound actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But in this thing, you know, they're just, like, Christine's driving around, like, they're waiting for Christine, but Christine's already there, and this whole thing, there's, like, this this battle. It's funny
1: that Christine is hiding under shit.
0: Under boxes and stuff?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's, like, it's, it's kind of incredible, it made me chuckle, and, like, took me out of the, like, the scare of that part, but it was just such, like, a funny stupid thing you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. like oh the car the car like you the car sneaks up on you you know like you're not in like a heat I get that it's like a pretty big garage or whatever but like the car just like pops out from behind some boxes and you're like come on man like you fuckers didn't look in the corner where there's a giant ass car with all these boxes in front of it like come on
0: this is the first time we see Arnie actually driving Christine. So I guess he's been driving the whole time. But he also gets killed here because, like, he Christine crashed and he goes through the windshield. So maybe he wasn't driving. Who knows? He gets impaled by who's of glass. But the thing that I was waiting or didn't know that I was waiting for was at one point Lee jumps and grabs, like, a pipe above her and, like, swings yes. over the car. Yes. And I'm like, why is no one trying to run upstairs? Yeah. Like, I want to see Christine try to climb some stairs, like, in a house or something. You know what I mean? Apparently in the book, I think... Maybe the, the heavyset bully, I think, like, tries to climb upstairs, tries to get away from Christine, and has, like, an asthma attack and dies that way because he's just, like, oh, so stressed okay. out. Because okay. I think in this one, he just, like, goes into that, like, tiny little alley, and Christine squeezes in and, like, kills him. I I'm, also like,
1: thought, like, why didn't he do, like, you know, like, Spider-Man leg jump type situation? Because, yeah, because, like, once you're higher than the car, what can- right. it can't jump.
0: Because, you know, she, like, grabs the pipe and, like, just, like, pulls herself up so that Christine could go by. I'm just like, stay up there. Like, go yeah. high. Because she's, like, trying to go in the office that, of, like, Christine crashes into. I'm just like, yeah, no, like, you can't, like, it can't I, jump. Like, this isn't shitty, shitty, <laughs> bang, bang. Like, we're, what are we doing here? Just go up.
1: <laughs> this, no, I had the exact same thought. Like, she grabs the thing, then falls, and I was like, yep, why did not you just stay up there?
0: The only question I had, and I thought I knew the answer, and then I'm like, no, maybe not, but, like, when they first see Christine, she's got, like, 93,000 miles on it, right? And Dennis is, like, more like probably 193,000. Yes. And then as we see the movie go along, as Arnie is driving, the odometer's counting down, right? Like, it's getting less and less, I guess, getting new or whatever. Yeah. And then it basically hits zero as it dies. And, like, did it know that it was going to die? Like, did it feel... Did it sense that it was, like, it counting down its own demise? I'm like, maybe. But then it comes back to life again. Like, it wiggles at the end. I'm just like, oh, wait, so no. But, like, I do you think that like represents anything or is that just like it, it to its death was zero or is just like, a, kind of a cool thing to do? You
1: no, know what I'm asking? I, I know what you're asking. Like, did it have like a self death countdown clock? Type Cause it,
0: it knew when it eventually like mostly died and it's when that hit zero. So it feels like that, but like, it's not dead, dead.
1: Was it counting? Was it actually counting down? Do we see it like at different stages being less and less? No, because- I think
0: we see it. We see it when they're on the highway and he's drunk driving and going the other side. We see it going down, I think that's the first, maybe the only other time we see it, and then at the end, it hits zero. Maybe it was kind of down to Arnie's death?
1: Maybe. I thought more so that it was counting up and about to lap to to signify, like, it's full rebirth. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? Because an sure. odometer goes up, and once it hits nine, like, straight nines, it's going to flip to zero. So I always assumed it was going that way. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, then it, like, hits zero as Arnie dies, and it's like, I'm Christine again, fucking deal type situation. You know what I mean?
0: Just like the meme with the sunglasses coming down, deal with it. Yeah. That'd be good. The Christine car with the sunglasses on it just saying deal with it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It wouldn't be good, but, you know, I appreciate it. Any other notes, any other thoughts, any other questions? Anything else about Christine?
1: Yes. Um, I have quite a few that I think are interesting Mm -hmm. tidbits that I picked up. When Christine's being built, the manager of the car thing is eating a Clark bar. Little oh. Pittsburgh shout out there. Okay, very I could cool. tell by the Red wrapper That was really cool. If, if anybody doesn't know or has never had a Clark Bar, a Clark Bar is just much like a Butterfinger. It's very close to a Butterfinger, but I think better. Regional, they were they were made in Pittsburgh for forever. Now they're made in Altoona. Um, Clark Bars are top tier. So cool. Cool. try a Clark Bar. Um, I was very floored by the blonde girl at the beginning saying TTFN. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, that feels very strange in a world that has no text or AIM, right? Like, right. I wasn't ready for it. I guess that we always had like acronyms and stuff. It like, must have
0: been because yeah, because I think they were either they either remade they're gonna remake it. So like, if it came out now, it's in the 80s. They're like, oh, that they just they goofed that up. But like, no, it was written in the 80s. Like it came out in the 80s. Like yeah. they said that in the 80s, I guess. But yeah, I right there with you.
1: It had to be like written in notes or something, right? Because like that had to be the medium, like passing notes in class type situation you had to have like some shorthand Mm -hmm. whatever in your own like you know meme internet language whatever the the biggest moment that felt like fast and furious for me was we see like a truck driver coming down in the dark and i was so ready for the truck to get hijacked
0: oh sure yeah Mm -hmm.
1: what else oh uh arnie's evolution of clothes like at the end it feels like he's dressed like akira I was getting big Akira vibes oh, with, like, sure, the red yeah, leather okay. jacket mm-hmm, type mm-hmm, situation, mm-hmm. and I But Akira I want, came out,
0: well, well, I, well, maybe it was based on the manga that that's, was already
1: out. That's what I want to ask.
0: So Akira came out in 88. The manga was in the 80s. It started in December 82, so, like, it was, I I don't know, man. Like, it, it the it's first really close. issue was, the, like, the la- like, two weeks before 82 ended, and this came out in 83. Like, it feels like it was either, like, they saw it, but I don't because that is also that's also that like it's big enough important enough popular enough from the jump that they're going to be like we're going to copy this. Like I think it's just coincidence, but like the timing is it could have been, but I don't I don't think so. When did
1: when did um Thriller come out?
0: Ooh, I think after this. Thriller album came out. Oh no, 82. 82.
1: Okay, and oh, But oh, and...
0: no, but November 82. So red, red leather jackets big at the end of the Maybe it's just an 80s
1: thing. And also, last one, when did the Eddie Murphy special come out where he's wearing Is it
0: Delirious or Raw?
1: I think it was Raw.
0: Eddie Murphy Raw was 87. Delirious was... Delirious is the one that we're. That's October 83. That's the red jumpsuit.
1: Okay, so maybe it was just, like, just fashion. Because those are, like, four distinct red leather jackets. Mm Mm-hmm that all kind of look similar with, like, the shoulder padding, maybe a little bit of black trim-type situation. And they're all, like, in that same year. So, wow.
0: I think it's just the 80s, right?
1: You also had, like, all that, like, uh, like uh, neon fucking workout kind of shits, too. So, like, the red leather jacket thing is, like, not something I specifically think when I think 80s clothes. But now that we're saying it, like, Eighty three. Whoever was selling re- red leather jackets was having a fucking day. Yeah, I think like just
0: that, like you think like Devo. Like I don't know if Devo was like leather, but like it just feels like all of like new wave and yeah. all of like ever, just yeah, red leather, leather in general. I think probably just big in the eighties.
1: One of my one of my favorite favorite lines from this movie for no reason was he's talking to the cop.
0: Harry Dean Stanton. We've seen him in a bunch of things.
1: Yeah, he's talking to the cop. And he says something, and he's like, Yeah, well, Moochie got wiped off too. And I was like, What is it? <laughs> it sounds kind of sexual and kind of violent, but like, what does that actually mean? Don't know. Don't know. I, I get exactly what he's saying. Nothing I've never heard before. And you know that I love a, a, a phrase that didn't exist in my brain sure. before I mm-hmm, heard it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then. Lastly, and one of my favorite things about this movie is I think it both starts and ends with Bad to the Bone. And that's hilarious to me because like every Boomer like in the Boomer car group, the the running joke is that like anybody that has a boomer old car just wants to, just just listens to Bad to the Bone on the radio.
0: Is it because of this movie?
1: probably has a strong influence of that, probably just because these old guys love that song. Like, it's very much like, you know, an old dad song.
0: What's funny is that that song came out in 82, and so when they're playing it in 57 or whatever, just like, oh, that's not a 50s song?
1: Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Very true. So, like, it yeah, makes I sense didn't... at the
0: end. It doesn't make sense at the beginning. I also, like, the la- I think the last line of the movie might be, God, I hate rock and roll. It's just, like, get out of, I just I can't hear these, these songs anymore because, like, Christine loves rock and roll.
1: Yes, she does.
0: The only other note that I have is that I can't believe, you know, when, when Arnie first brings Christine to that garage and that guy's like being a real hard ass, like the owner, and like he's just like, no smoking cigarettes. Like I'm surprised, like not as the franchise goes on, but I'm surprised that nobody in the first movie, or maybe they are, is does Jesse smoke cigarettes in the first movie?
1: His hand motions make it feel like he might smoke.
0: Because it feels like in that first movie, that entire garage should be filled with cigarette smoke.
1: It should...
0: Because, like, this is, like, the gritty, dirty, like, using the F word, like, whatever, like, all this different, you know, this is how a garage actually looks and smells and whatever. Um,
1: And it's true. Yeah, right. Like, it should be grimy and filled with smoke and, like, dudes hanging out, swearing and.
0: Yeah, like, our family mechanic that we used, like, for for years, like, when you go over, his, his garage was just, like, plastered with, like, 30 years of, like cigarette smoke just like everything just smelled like that just like oh yeah they, I'm, I'm here and like he would get in the car and just like when like you know when he would be done servicing like your car would smell like that for a couple days like just like oh that's just like you know what these dudes smell like
1: dude um one of my dad's friends who uh has a body shop has <laughs> i had a problem with my car i come up he pops the hood with a lit cigarette in his mouth and sticks his full face with the lit cigarette in his mouth inside my hood and i was super like super cool That doesn't seem safe. No. But also, I feel like you do this all the time. Literally every single Mm -hmm. minute of the day. And I was like, so you haven't exploded yet. But at the same time, still doesn't feel safe at all. So, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. Any other notes? Any other thoughts?
1: Oh, last, last note. Good note to end on. When they're fighting at the beginning, when he stabs through his lunch his go-to move is to grab him by the dick. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, uh-huh.
1: Th- that felt just weird.
0: <laughs> well, again, it's it's the gay undertones. It's like, hey. Yeah. You know, I thought you were a man. Like, why you let me grab... Like, I thought you were straight. Like, why you let me grab your dick? Like, they're not saying that. It's also like, mmm.
1: But, like, he's like, hey, man, and just, like, grabs his junk. And I'm like, yeah. was that, a, like, a... Th- like, and that's not... I don't know for like you know for being the time of like man I wish we could go back to where men were men you know like grabbing each other's
0: junk yeah Yeah, smoking cigarettes fixing cars and grabbing dick wait what (laughs)
1: yeah you're like when a fight meant that you couldn't use a knife if the other guy didn't have a knife and grabbing dicks was the first move you know you're like what, what are you
0: guys doing like, here? even before like <laughs> when the bully when the not nicholas cage guy is holding the lunch bag he's like come get it and like he like holds it in his left hand his right hand is like dick level it's just like w- so your goal here is to have him reach for that you grab his dick and then like He's the gay one.
1: Yeah, this, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then, yeah, and, and, I then was like, and then
0: the heavyset bully like grabs not Kevin Bacon's dick. Which is just like all right, like and like he just like grabbing goes, like, dicks Taps out right. Just like okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It must have been a wild time to be a, a teenage boy because grabbing dicks was just like totally normal and made the other person gay. That's- I also
0: feel like you know the thing that frustrates me about like new Stephen King movies is that like like It and stuff. It's just like there's no – it's very clear who's good and who's bad. And I feel like in this, like it's also very clear who's good and who's bad. But I just feel like that kind of works better in the 80s aesthetic as opposed to now, which is like, oh, these kids are just like cyber bullies. It's just like that sucks. Like they're they're just dicks, right? Here it's just like, oh, yeah, no, like that's just like stereotypically 80s bullies. I don't know. Like I feel like the Stephen King or maybe just like – maybe the newer movies just aren't as good. But I feel like these just – because I don't hit – I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think he's writing different stuff. Like, I think he's basically writing the same kind of thing, right? Like, he oh, might Oh, yeah, be it's the same whatever. story. So, yeah, I don't know. It's the
1: same story with a different, like, b- bad scary thing, right? It's like bad scary clown, bad scary car, bad scary house, bad whatever, right? There's it's
0: a – of- I haven't watched Family Guy in, like, 20 years because it's been on forever. Yeah. Um, but I remember very early there's a there's a uh, like a flashback or a thought or one of those, like, the Family Guy throwaway gags. are just like – stephen king pitching his new book and he's like at his literary he's like at his agent's office he's like all right stephen what you got he's just like uh he's like looking around the room he's just like uh, uh it's a scary lamp the lamp is haunted Ooh, he's like, all right <laughs> fine we'll sell it whatever just like yeah just like what what can i see what can i see what can i see oh a lamp yeah. okay cool
1: i agree yep um
0: okay let's watch the trailer christine 1983 trailer number one posted by rotten tomato here this makes no sense Maybe the, maybe the account changed. It's Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers, but it's in the title Movie Clips Classic Trailers. So maybe Movie Clips was bought by Rotten Tomatoes?
1: I, there's some fuckery happening. There's some fuckery happening with Movie Clips, for sure. It, it definitely got bought by someone. It, it must be Rotten Tomatoes, and they just, like, ported all their things.
0: As Amy Winehouse once crooned, what kind of fuckery is this? One of the top comments is, this trailer is scarier than the movie. So let's find out. Are you oh, ready? Okay,
1: I'm ready whenever you are, bud.
0: Three, two, one, play. Minute 20. Very short trailer.
1: That That is fucking awesome. This start is incredible. She is passionate. Yep, this is amazing. She it's is like persistent. these shots that look like it's a woman's body, like it could be her butt, could she be her is back. Pure. Evil. Oh, yeah. Yep. She is Christine. And it's going to... Okay. 1958 Plymouth Fury. Yeah. Perfect. Possessed wow. Hell. This might be the best trailer we've ever <laughs> watched in this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, just starting out like that, that's, that's genius.
0: Because all you need show show is a cool trailer from Stephen I King. It's just like, all right, yeah, I'm good. You will be hers.
1: No, but, like, you make Body it, like, look, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. sexual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're there like, oh, no what's this movie? And it's like, it's Christine. And you're like, no oh. You and then it's, like, 1958, Plymouth Fury. You and you're like, what? Can stop her. Because how do you kill something that can't possibly be alive? Oh. oh, shit. Christine, body by Plymouth, soul oh. by Satan. <laughs> oh, the end was amazing, too.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so good.
1: That's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I'm going to like pause this so Rachel can watch it afterwards. It's fucking incredible.
0: That rules. That's so good. Go watch that. I mean, you probably heard it underneath it, but just go look. Christine, 1903
1: trailer number one, posted by That was Rotten a tomatoes, really... Dude, long. awesome. it didn't ruin anything about the movie. It told you exactly what's happening. It didn't even say Stephen King in it.
0: Nope.
1: It sold it like it did. It's sexy. Wow. I'm, I'm like really impressed by that.
0: Body That's... by Plymouth, soul by Satan is a wonderful line. Yeah. Okay.
1: Holy shit. Okay.
0: Uh, Okay, so the letterbox game, for reference sake, Mad Max, Fury Road, one of the most popular films on Letterboxd, has been seen by (sighs) 1.2 million people. Christine, 1983, directed by John Carpenter, starring Keith Gordon, John Stockwell, Alexandra Paul, and Robert Prosky, has been seen by how many people?
1: Uh, How about we start with the year, the movie... We were talking about 83,000 people have logged this movie.
0: You are too low. Got to go good. higher. Okay,
1: good, 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 good. That makes me happy. Um, 156.
0: Somewhere in between. One more guess. Between 83 and 156. One more guess. 123.5. 109.880.
1: So
0: round up to 110. 110,000 people. I wasn't,
1: to be honest, I wasn't that far off on either side. Like, that wasn't like that. Grossly off. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 83 to 109 or whatever. That's not far. Okay, cool. I'm happy. Past of the
0: show, Garrett Smith, fan favorite, gave it five stars. Yes. Aaron Newworth gave it only three stars. Ooh, you know man? Aaron. Tough, Tough critic. I feel like every movie I see, Aaron Newworth gives between three and four stars. He's just like, okay. Mike manzi gave it four stars. Dan Clone, four and a half. Montez has seen it but not rated it. Uh, a lot of people obviously loving it. Austin Wolf Southern with four stars. So out of those 110,000 people, average rating of three and a half. Basically an even split between three, three and a half, and four star ratings. How many of those 110,000 people have it in their top four favorite films of all time?
1: Oh, okay. I, I think that this is so classic that it got a bang like higher than I would normally guess. I, I'm going to start at 55.
0: You are too low.
1: Oh yes. Okay. Cool. Um, one oh five.
0: You are too low. One more guess. Two ten. Two hundred and sixty nine people have this in their top four. Nice. I looked at a ton of them because I was just like, I need to find one that's not like boring or hard. Because a lot of people are just like. These are my last four that I've seen that I loved. Or these are my four favorite John Carpenter movies or whatever. But I found
1: okay,
0: okay. Kyle Sutar at Kyle92 on Letterboxd. This is his second review of it. Definitely in the minority. Minority capitalized for some reason. Okay. Having this as not only my favorite John Carpenter film, but one of my favorite films of all time. Spelled favorite two different ways. Once with you, once without. All right. Kyle. Okay. I, interesting. Interesting style here. But this movie just works on every level for me. Five stars. So Kyle's profile picture will not help you, but it is of the Mad Max car. So okay, that I would say none of his other top four are even car movies. Um, oh, number one, fair. Christine. Okay, two movies from the nineties, one movie from the two thousands. I would say Men in Black. No, they're all good movies. Um, not what that you Men in Black. i to say about good. Men in Black. Okay, I think Men in Black is fine. Although we have canceled Will Smith. Somewhat yeah, I mean kind of yeah but not really okay. I, d- I will say that all three of these, I think play on nostalgia in a way that Christine kind of does. one of these explicitly Back to the no, but you're that's in the 80s you think so we're looking okay. for 93, 94 and '7 one of them is one of the letterboxed top four hall of Famers Pulp fiction Pulp fiction number three from 1994. Okay. So like that's kind of playing on nostalgia that's kind of like a yes, 60s, yeah, yeah. 70s pulp crime thing. Yep, I um, get it. The one from 93 is explicitly, in a way that is very similar to how Christine plays on 50s things in the 70s and the 80s or whatever, this is also doing a thing, playing back on something that came out in 93, one of the big nostalgia pieces, I would say, of all time. But also a great movie.
1: Big nostalgia. And I will also
0: say, to honor Brian High School Summer Party, Late Night Rodriguez... This is a movie that inspired the naming of one of the games on his show. We talked about the Cameron Fry Award, obviously, from Ferris Bueller. But yes. one of the other awards that Brian gives out at the end of every show is based on a character in this movie:
1: 16 Candles. No. Uh, the other re- one: The Breakfast Club?
0: No, you, 16 Candles is right because that's the Long Duck Dong Award. But the other award he gives out.
1: It's Cameron Fry, Long Duck Dong.
0: Mm-hmm. The character you would like to see more of.
1: Uh, who is it? I don't know the. I forget the award. The
0: character name is Wooderson.
1: Wooderson. Oh, um.
0: Nostalgia piece.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, One of Ben Affleck's Times, very first Fast movie. Times at Ridge, Ridgewood High. Nope. What is it then? Um,
0: that Wooderson. came out in '82.
1: What's the Wooderson Award then?
0: You know what I like about high school girls, man?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, I don't, what's the name of that movie? When I Get Older. And They Stay the Same Age. All right, all
0: right, all right. all right. All right. Um, what's that fuck. movie?
1: Fuck, what is it? Um,
0: he not... also, this director, about five or ten years ago, made what might genuinely be my favorite movie of all time about the 80s. But this movie is about the 70s. It's also right. a Led Zeppelin song. What? The name of this movie is also the name of a Led Zeppelin song.
1: It is? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: 1993, Matthew McConaughey.
1: I, I know everything about it. I just I can't think of the title. What is it? And I know all the Led, Led Zeppelin songs, too, so this is very frustrating. It's one what of
0: Led it? Zeppelin's most famous songs, too.
1: I'm sure it is.
0: Richard Linklater's Stairway to Heaven. You know that one. Just kidding. days and Confused.
1: Yeah, Days and Confused. Thank you. All
0: right, number two from 2007, um... I think this might be the best, and I'm not alone in this. Um, this is also very common sort of among film snobs. Um, I think a lot of people would say that this is the best movie of the 2000s. It's made by a director who is a top four all-star, top four Hall of Famer. Okay. I'm sure we've had this one.
1: Is it Magnolia?
0: No, that's also 1999.
1: Okay. Uh, Go see
0: 1999, the podcast.
1: T- Different director, though.
0: Because Kubrick was dead after. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. That's Paul Thomas Anderson. Different guy. I was thinking about Eyes Wide Shut. I was conflating the two Tom Cruise movies from 99. But no, it's not Paul Thomas Anderson and it's not Stanley Kubrick. Okay. But it's another dude because people love dudes. Movie yeah. set in the 60s, maybe the 70s. Um, I think the 60s, though. Maybe also partly the 70s. Came out in 07. Hall of Fame top four director starring two Avengers.
1: Two Avengers, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm.
0: And also uh, Mysterio, uh, a Marvel villain.
1: Rey Mysterio?
0: Who's Rey Mysterio? The,
1: the wrestler. Right, Res- okay. The luchador. <laughs> um.
0: Iron Man, the Hulk, and Mysterio all in this movie.
1: So, okay. What the fuck is that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Tagline. The, there's more go, than please. one
0: way to lose your life to a killer. Based Wait. on a true story? Set in the 60s and 70s?
1: But one of the best movies of the 2000s. Yep. Famous director. Mm-hmm. And it has um, Iron Man. It has Tony Stark in it.
0: Mm-hmm. He's the lead lead.
1: Is it? Oh. No, I don't know what it is. Go ahead. Zodiac. Ah, okay.
0: Zodiac, 2007, directed by David Fincher, Hall of Famer. Fincher is top tier, yeah. Christine, Zodiac, Pulp Fiction, and Dazed and Confused.
1: Should have been an easy lineup, but you had to deal with my brain, so there you go. You picked a very, very good one. Well-rounded, should have been easy. I appreciate your effort in this game. Thank Thank
0: you. Thank you so much.
1: I tried. Yeah, you did good.
0: Well, you did good by telling us to do this one, so this is our Halloween bonus episode tomorrow on the main feed. That was a fun feed. movie. Are you happy we watched that, by the way? I'm very happy we watched it.
1: I think it was great. It fit, it fit the theme. It fit the the time of the season and uh, fit fucking car movies, so yeah. good for us.
0: Uh, tomorrow on the main feed, Life in the Fast Lane number two will be out. Uh, later this week for the patrons, or next week for you, is Fast and Furious number four with Montez from 2009. Oh. We have another bonus episode coming up that I think we'll announce on the next episode, but our next patron, or actually our first our first patron picked bonus episode for this lap, we will announce next week and we'll be out in, in the near future. So if you want even more episodes, two fast But for all things, too fast too forever, go to cageclub.me, Facebook.com slash two fast two forever or at too fast two forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family at CageClub.me. Check out our Patreon page at twofast 2 forevercom and our store at fast 2 forevershop and come back tomorrow for Life in the Fast Lane and next week for Fast and Furious number four TooFast2Forever.com for lots of bonus episodes. I'm Joey Lewandowski.
1: I'm Joe too.
0: And we'll tell you all about it see you.